Welcome to the Fade You Podcast, episode 37, March 8th, 2021. Hello to all the dads out there and the moms. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Matthew James. Make sure you are following us on Twitter at Fade You Sports. And please be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you might be listening. So we've been away for a while. Uh, Kmart is back here with me. Kmart, good to see you, buddy. Chris, it's March and we're back. Chris, you were just taking a poop? Yes, I was just, uh, you know, pretending I was taking some weird lines that smelled like shit and I went to the restroom real quick. Chris is getting ready for the poop fest that is the first round of the ACC tournament tomorrow. Oh my God. But yeah, we've been, uh, it's been a minute since we did a pod. Our last show was, I think, before NFL Championship Sunday. So we've been uh, meeting, we've been degening, we've been kind of reevaluating our own content and what we want the show to be. And kind of what we decided was that, you know what, you go on Twitter, you look through, and these pick providers, people that just, any a hole can blast out five picks a day, six picks a day, seven picks a day. So, I mean, we'll, we'll be transparent. We'll tell you guys straight up, but none of us are professional betters, right? We've all got jobs. We just, we like to degen and we like to gamble. So what we decided, Chris, I'll let you echo this. We're just trying to provide good information. We're going to give you guys good information and then you can decide what you want to do with that. So you don't just bet like an idiot and bet like Dennis. Exactly. She's got point out good information lines that smell where the sharp action kind of is ones that uh, don't you know don't bite the bait you know the vegas lots of times hangs carrots at you and they want you to bite it um you know sometimes you can find value on that there's going to be value but obviously that's why the public might see that as value and just hammer it and that's why a lot of times you'll see 60 70 80 percent of the action on one side and that's when you want to, you know, if the line gets inflated, uh, you want to go on the other side, but uh, that's why we have three different heads here. Plus, you know, we got our Freck and our Joe that just got married. We've got all kinds of heads here, kind of bounce ideas off of Kmart. Um, we'll take that side. Like today he got, had an epic win on Cleveland state. You know, I sniffed a little poo there. It seemed like poo. It was poo for f- about 58 and a half minutes. But, you know, that's why, you know, sharp gods like our, our friend Kmart can sniff that and come out with wins and find the team that's going to finish, you know, execute down the down the road. So, Absolutely. So, yeah, we're going to focus less on just making picks and more on just talking about some games that we're interested in and where some value might be and what kind of narratives we can fade. So look forward to that coming from our show and from each of we're tweeting stuff out from our individual accounts. Kyle, I know you you tweeted out that you liked Cleveland State, and I think you were kind of banking on the more consistent team, the more battle-tested team showing up down the stretch today, and that's exactly what happened. So you're tweeting out information like that, and we're going to continue to do that going forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, March is here, like like I screened about earlier, but this is kind of the time where, you know, you don't have to just take a dog because you're getting points. teams they're playing for their especially here their tournament lives seniors are giving it all they have so they're gonna they're gonna foul when there's three seconds left cleveland state not a great free throw shooting team so i was a little nervous when they did re 
regain that, uh, that edge, but, uh, you know, they executed, uh, with some of their seniors and, you know, that's truly what I bank on this time of the year. Absolutely. So we talked about how we're not going to just blast out picks on Twitter. We're going to try to give you guys good information. The one thing we have that no one else has is Dennis. Chris, <laughs> give everybody a Dennis record check. <laughs> So, Dennis, we just added it up. Dennis, uh, he got back to about uh, 50, like 57% when he hit his little Christmas Day miracle, maybe even 58. Uh, I'm sorry, 48. But uh, he's back down to his normal little self, 46.1%. That means that if you're fading him, you're hitting at almost a 54, just a hair under 54% clip, which – Last time I checked, anybody that's in the gambling community knows that that is going to be a nice ROI long-term. So um, if you're fading him, he's been as high as 50. We've got our boy uh, Bob tracking him, doing his little uh, graphs. Showed he's been as high as 50-something. He went back down. He's all the way up back to uh, fade Den is at a 42.2 unit positive. That means if you guys are out there just betting $100 fading Den, you're up 4,200 and we account for the juice. We don't just say wins and losses. Our boy, Matt um, accounts for that 10% juice. And if, if, if we're laying 115 and fading him, we account for it. We don't, uh, we don't skim the numbers off the top. We just honest here, straight fade Dan. So you got to love it. We have maybe some new listeners since we kind of rebooted the pod really briefly, Chris, why should people fade Den? Who is this guy? Where did this all come from? Well, it's funny. We had a guy that uh, I think he's a new follower. He he asked us the other day, does this guy ever bet an under? Yeah. <laughs> so he, like, he just saw the trend that Den is just over, over, over. I'm surprised someone hasn't asked, does this guy ever bet a dog? Because he's on um, about 95% favorites also. So, um, you know, you just, I mean, unless you're an extremely, extremely sharp better and you're betting on, I mean, it betters know that if you're a really sharp better, you're not always taking overs and always taking favorites. You're mixing in a little unders, you're mixing in dogs, you're finding the value. So um, you, once you see his trend, the way he bets, um, it, you just can't sustain. And like Matt said earlier, I mean, he's just picking, you know, at, at random, these ones, he's probably reading on CBS sports that this team has a tendency to have a fast pace. So he goes, Oh, frick it. Let's take the damn over. So, um, and obviously Vegas has accounted for that and probably inflated the line a little bit, um, but he doesn't care. He'll fire the over anyways, just like he did in that damn all-star game last night. And if you want more on who Den is and like when this all started, we, we recorded an episode uh, January or December 31st. It's called the book of Den. It's a few episodes ago. Check that out. Listen to it. Get some great stories from, uh, from the frack, the Merce. And uh, and Joe and how these guys met Dennis and why we fade him and uh, like like Chris said a minute ago it's extremely profitable long term so he's gonna hit some half court buzzer beaters and get some wins every so often like he's not gonna go zero percent so if you don't think you're ever gonna lose don't do it but long term you're gonna win all right you're gonna win more than you're doing it by yourself I'll tell you that that's a hundred percent true <laughs> it's conference tourney week. Uh, this is we wanted to come back coinciding with that so shout out to Appalachian State uh, they win four games in four days and I think the last three they won outright as dogs and they win the Sun Belt or I guess we call it I hear people calling it the Fun Belt 
<laughs> and they, uh, they beat number one Georgia State today, so that's pretty awesome. Um, they'll probably be a 15 or a 16 and get the snot beat out of them by somebody. But let's talk about some games that are coming up and some of the conferences that are tipping off tomorrow. Now, we're recording this on Monday night. Uh, Chris, you got your hazmat suit on? Yes, I'm ready. It's March. Okay. We've already seen the madness, folks. So here's who you got tomorrow in the ACC tournament. You, Chris, you got 8-16 and 16 Miami. Poop. You got 6-15 and 15 Wake Forest. Poop. And then Kyle, Duke is playing in the first round of the ACC tournament? When's the last time we saw this? Not, a, not, not since ever. <laughs> not our yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Bonkers. Chris, any of the – I mean, the U's getting three. Wake Forest is getting eight. Boston College is getting 12 and a half against Duke. Do you, do you like to bet the first round of these because you have these – I mean, first round of these huge conferences, you have scum teams playing. Do you ever bet the first round, or do you want to wait a day and see what happens? We've seen a lot of craziness this year. Uh, a lot of these little dogs, it seems like, you know, Pitt is just a little – asking you hey, all Pitt's got to do is win by right win by four um and then you know Miami the Miami's such a weird team this year because they've only got eight wins but they've got some big wins I mean they beat Duke you know yeah they they beat Louisville uh you know and beat NC State on the road so I mean they beat Purdue for Christ's sake I mean you know Purdue's a on the, a bubble team so it's like they've got all these wins but then they've got bad losses so um, you know, you got to keep an eye on that, but I'll, I'll be looking at, I mean, some of these, I've, I've seen a lot of these scum teams play tough. I mean, this is the, they don't mind, they have nothing to lose, right? Like they don't care if they lose, they're going to leave it all out. You know, they, if they lose by three or four, you know, this wake force team, especially Notre Dame, they just upset the shit out of a, a top 10 team. They just beat Florida state by 10 as big dogs. And now, they're going to come in as eight, you know, they were seven, eight point dogs. Now they're flipped the role to seven, eight point favorites. Um, you know, wake, uh, I'll take a look at wake there, uh, you know, getting all those points. I can see them playing tough, but yeah, give me, uh, you know, Kyle is going to be the guy that's going to find the, the little, the value. I'm going to be the guy that finds the smelliest shit and the team that nobody wants to touch. And cause oftentimes those are ones that come through, uh, and cash for Vegas in March. Kyle, how much difference is there between the eight and nine teams in a big conference like the ACC and the very bottom? Oh, uh, a lot. <laughs> I thought at first you were going to say between just the eight and the nine, but I mean, in the ACC, I mean, even the Pac-12, uh, there's there's a huge discrepancy between the eight and the nine. Like, SC is the two seed, for instance. They're going to play Washington or Utah. And I know Utah just beat them, but I think that was an overlooked game. But there's there's leaps and bounds between the talent on those teams. And the ACC, I'd even argue there's probably more. Um, it's in uh, Duke's in an off year. But if you've watched them play, they, they're not very big. They're not even very talented. Um, I kind of want to see them in the tournament because it feels weird, but it's kind of time for someone else to have their shot. So 
you know, uh, I'm excited to see these kids, you know, I'm doing this, just watching the Summit League semifinals to see who's going to play Oral Roberts because it's just fun to see these schools you're not used to seeing just taking their shot and getting all excited. This is this is why we all shed a bunch of tears last March when it got canceled. Oh, yeah. No, we love the mid – we love – the horizon we love the summit we love the swack we love seeing these mid-majors yet oral roberts win on a buzzer beater today awesome but back to the big conferences for a second these teams at the bottom that are clearly not going to the tournament but they're in their conference tournament how do you know the difference between a team that's like all right guys we've had a shitty season let's go win a fucking couple games and just make some noise and at least feel proud of something versus teams that are just mentally done and just are ready to get the season over with. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you, if we go back to the ACC, we got what 15 teams in that conference. Yeah. Top of them. We got Virginia, Virginia tech, Florida state. And just those three are probably the, the class of that division. And then you start getting into Georgia tech UNC, who started sluggish, now they're kind of peaking. Clemson, who's who we were on, um, you know, earlier in the year, and then it just kind of starts going into that Louisville, Syracuse, NC State, Duke, Notre Dame, and, and after that, I mean, fuck Pitt, Miami, Wake, BC, shit. Like, there's there's just no comparison between <laughs> between those. A couple other conferences that get started tomorrow. Um, the Mac with two A's, the Metro Atlantic, they start tomorrow. And Iona is a team that we have some thoughts on. They've had a weird ass season where they started. So Rick Pitino is their new coach. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of him. They start hot and then they get a really long COVID layoff and then they come back. And then I think their last game or last couple games get canceled. So Kyle, we were looking at this earlier they are the nine seed in the tournament, but there's more to it than that. Right. Yeah. And, and to go back to Rick Patino, my boy Neil and I played uh, some blackjack with him. Oh my God. That's Shit. right. You got to share that story. Four, real quick. four years ago in Vegas during a, during one of my buddy's bachelor parties. So that was pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, anyway, Iona nine seed in this tournament lane six against Quinpiac, so I mean that's that's about right. But Quinpiac, they're a team that likes to kind of run and gun, shoot threes. Don't really play defense, so I mean I probably won't touch the game because you just never know. Again, with what I was saying, smaller conferences, these kids are playing for their lives. But Iona is, if you want to talk percentage points, they're actually the number two team in that conference. So it's just you know it's just really weird the way. They seeded this because of their COVID issues. They only played nine games in yeah. conference compared to some that played 18. I think the lowest next to them was Canisius at 12. So, I mean, there's just a big discrepancy. So, you know, Iona is – we've all seen them in the tournament, and they have Rick Pitino. It's, it's not a team I'm probably going to fade, but – I probably won't play them against Quinpiac, but definitely keep an eye on our on our Twitters for uh, is, if you know they advance and move on. We'll see if that line moves at all. Um, yeah, it's a good point on Quinnipiac. These teams that jack up a bunch of threes, really high variance. Like if they make fifty five percent of them, then they're going to probably outperform what they should do. But 
what if they only make 21% of them? So it's really, those can be really tough teams to bet on. Um, Chris, here's a weird one to me. We've got the, the Northeast conference final tomorrow. We have Mount St. Mary's who was the four seed. They beat the top seed Wagner. They're playing Bryant, who was the number two team. Now Bryant was the sixth highest scoring team in the nation this season, 84.6 points per game. But this total is only 133. How does that work? Wow, Bryant's on a tear, man. Yeah, they are. Five. What's the? Do you guys are you guys seeing a line on that tomorrow? Uh, I'll get one for you. But how about that favorite? How about that total being so low for a team that averages 84? Well, it looks like. I wonder how much Mount St. Mary's average, but uh, we should see uh, how many games have they played in the tournament. It looks like they scored 85 against the uh, last game against Sacred Heart. Mm-hmm. But then they only scored against LIU Brooklyn, 63. It went under. So, I mean, it's just uh, – and then against Merrimack, they had a really, really low scoring game, 60 to 58. So – yeah, I, I guess they're expecting uh, it to be a tight one. You know, uh, is this the finals? Do you say this it's, is the finals? It's the final, and, and I yeah. see a line. It looks like it opened four and a half, and now it's five for Bryant. Yeah, yeah I mean, we saw Bryant Dennis take uh, overs, you know. Yeah. We saw him take over in this finals today with the UNC, uh, you know, North Carolina, Greensboro. That went under, but he, he got the good one at the Appalachian State. So, you just don't know. I mean, usually – you know, you expect some tight, uh, tight defense, but we'll see what that line does. Like you said, Kyle, we have the Big West tournament tomorrow. A school that's near and dear to your heart, Long Beach. And this one, Chris, tell me if you agree, and then I want to get Kyle's thoughts. A little smelly. Long Beach is only getting two against the Fighting Mark Gottfried's CSUN. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's weird. Uh they're they're both coming off lots of losses. Uh yeah, um, Northridge is coming off two losses to UCR, who's a tough team. They played USC tough earlier this year. They they lost by four and lost by one. So really close games. And then uh Long Beach State played UCI, um, the Carson Ant Eaters really close. Uh by three and then they lost by 15 so you just don't know what you're going to get out of long beach state the matadors are pretty tough we love our matadors um it's going to be a tough one but uh, it is kind of stinky but they're both kind of crappy five and 11 versus nine and 12 yeah um but we'll take the the bullfighters kyle it's been a long time since long beach state was good yeah i don't <laughs> think they've been good since we left and we were there with casper ware and jane zenith and my dumbass walked on, and that's a story for a different time. We'll save that story. If Long Beach State ever wins a game in a conference tournament, if they get, if they advance, maybe we'll we could talk yeah, about that. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll talk about my my time there. But uh, yeah, I mean, let's see. I can't even see if they played. Both their games this year were canceled, so this is their first head-to-head game this year. Long Beach State, CSUN. Uh, you know, I watched both games over the weekend against UCI in that first game. I thought they had them, but they're just not consistent. They don't have a true score. They're not especially big. They don't shoot the ball very well. I mean, if I 
If I were 10 years younger, shit, this would be the time. I was there with too much talent. But, I mean, this team, for, for a Dan Munson team, it's really quite puzzling where he's taking this school, um, you know, from where he started to where he's at now. But, you know, I, I'm going to cheer for him, but I'm not holding, holding my breath. You know, it's definitely a coin flip game, but I think they're even more consistent than CSUN, unfortunately. Okay. You just hate to see what's happened to them. All right, yeah. we got we got to get a quick break in here, Chris. I got some absolute scum for you when we come back. All right, Chris Duke, you have your poop suit ready. Ready, ready, Daddy. Three and nineteen. <laughs> they went one and fifteen in conference play. Cal Poly getting five and a half against Fullerton. My dear Lord. <laughs> Three and 19. They won one conference game. They went one and 15 in conference. I can't even comprehend that. And Cal State Fullerton just lost back to back to USD. Jeez. Oh my gosh. To San Diego, the Tritons. Yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, just because it's so poopy, I'm going to go with the Cal Poly, uh, what are they? The Mustangs? The, the Bucking Mustangs, dude. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that is. I, mean, I can't think of a more hold your nose play. <laughs> I mean, how do you? How do you even? I'd like to talk to a sharp guy that like has an angle on that game. Be like, hey, how do you feel about that? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you even look at that? Do you consider it? Like, you see the three and nineteen record. I mean, how many tickets is Vegas going to write on Cal Poly tomorrow? <laughs> Two. I mean. It's crazy because, I mean, I guess they don't lose, but, I mean, they lost by two to, to Davis. They lost by five to Long Beach State. So, I mean, they're not like – they're not like Missouri, you know, Mississippi they don't know how to State, State, losing by a million. Ugh. Oh, yeah, they covered against Long Beach State uh, back-to-back. They lost by four and by five. They're getting eight and a half each time. So, you know, sometimes poo's worth a look, you know. We may have to tweet that one out tomorrow. Just hey, if you want, if you want to really wade into the shit and take a team that absolutely no one wants, this the, we we might have found one in there in the Big West. What time is that game? Do we know? Yeah, I check. Oh, it's a late game. It's uh, it's six six o'clock. Six yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Oh boy, Kyle, I wish we could go to that. I know. Remember we were planning last year, and then they canceled. They're not even playing it in Anaheim this year. They're playing it in um, in Vegas. Looks like they're playing at Mandalay Bay. Yeah. Wow, that's sad. Let's go to Vegas. Go to Vegas, and you still can't even go watch it. Yeah, yeah right. We're going soon, Father. Don't worry. A couple more here. Um, the Summit League is going to play their final tomorrow. Kyle, you're watching South Dakota and North Dakota State right now. Yep. It looks like South Dakota's up. South Dakota's up eight at halftime. Okay, so the winner of that will play Oral Roberts, who beats Kyle's Jackrabbits on a crazy tip-in buzzer beater earlier. So that'll be that'll be really interesting to see that final tomorrow. I know Kyle loves the Summit League. Yep. Got, you find some good value. Absolutely. And then really the last one is going to be the West Coast final is tomorrow. 
And after Gonzaga gets done beating the absolute fuck out of St. Mary's here with about four <laughs> minutes left, they're going to get the winner of uh, BYU Pepperdine. Good luck. Yeah, I think they have their work cut out for them. Uh, that's a, that's an interesting way. one tonight, too, because BYU, I mean, I'm sure everybody's on BYU tonight. I think, what are they laying, eight? Yeah, it's too many. Kind of weird. For, yeah, Chris, I was going to say, that seems like a classic Chris Duke. Like, it's a 9 p.m. Pacific time game. Every BYU is, I think they're in, right? They're like one of the last teams in, I'm pretty sure, according to Lenardi and all those idiots. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a weird one. I could see it kind of being one of those goes down to the wire. Like, wow, this is kind of a – for anybody who Pepperdine stays up till did beat them already this year. Yeah, for anybody who stays yeah. up till 11 o'clock, that could, be a, that could be an exciting one. All you crazy Mormons. I got <laughs> one for you guys tomorrow. My Manhattan Jaspers oh, against yeah. the Fairfield Stags. Another MAC. They've played – this is going to be their third in a row. They already played twice. This will be a trifecta for them. Both of those games went over, and if they put those again, both of these teams average 63 and 62, so that's why their totals have been in the 120s. If they leave them in the 120s, I'm going to go ahead and take a nice stab at the under because these teams will regress to the scum that they are. I think that's that's already in your will, right, Chris? Bet Manhattan Jaspers under. <laughs> yes, along with hopefully Loyola Chicago and the tourney yeah. can stay under. A couple of those teams, maybe Virginia too, because they're uh, they're ranked, but they are not making too many buckets this year. So we don't have too much left. Kyle, are there any teams just? Oh, we got so many conference tournament games going this week. Any teams that we haven't talked about, even in conferences that we haven't talked about? I know you're going to probably be dying to see how SC does in the Pac-12 tournament off of that insane buzzer beater winner the other day. Oh, yeah. I mean, how how much can they improve their tournament seating with a good showing? And what's going to happen in the Pac-12 tournament? I feel like it's super wide open. Yeah, well, I mean, conference we haven't talked about is Conference USA, but uh, I don't think there's much to say really there. Uh, Liberty is probably hands down the best team in that conference. But, I mean, SC, uh, they probably have to win to really improve their chances. Uh, they only hurt it slightly if they somehow got beat by Utah again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're – Kind of similar to today's game with Cleveland State. Not very good free throw shooting team. I think they're like 64% for the season, and we saw that really haunt them. Almost cost them the game against UCLA. They didn't shoot the three particularly well. Um, So it's not the same team we're really used to from SC. They're really relying on their defense. They're one of the tops in the country um, in those ranks. But, you know, they with the Mobley brothers – um, you know, some of these grad transfers like Peterson, I mean, they're, they're very athletic. It's probably the most athletic basketball team the school's ever seen since they've had Harold Minor. <laughs> so I, I'm excited to, you know, I'm hoping they make it past the Sweet 16. I'm really hopeful that, um, you know, we can, we can see them do some great things. But 
yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think for them it really matters for the tournament. It's just making sure you stay healthy and you know put yourself in a good position for uh, round one. I feel like Oregon's not going to be a bad team to be on in the Pac-12 tournament. That's a team that had a little bit of a layoff, uh, a couple of like eh, games, but God, they've been good when I have seen them play. Even UCLA in their first, I, do they play Oregon State? They get the Beavers the first game. Yeah, I gotta think that they. I mean, they have a horrible taste in their mouth after that. I mean, that game against SC where they were they were up at halftime and totally had it down the stretch, and then to give up that game winner, I, I, that could be one where they try to just get the bad taste out of their mouth. Chris, tell me how you feel about this. I feel like Villanova because of their injury situation. I don't think they give a fuck about the Big East tournament. They're the top seed, but are they a fade as a team that might just be trying to stay healthy going into the big dance? That's a good point. Yeah, you know, they, they're like, look, this tournament doesn't mean much to us. Let's we just stay to, healthy with who we have yeah, left. We already lost one guy. Just stay healthy. But then yeah, again, yeah. is that going to be baked into the line, and is the line going to overreact? Right. Yeah, you can think about that with a lot of these teams, right? Like the Baylors and the mm-hmm. the Zags, right? You think, you know, the Zags are obviously number one. They're going to win undefeated, but look at them. You think, oh, maybe they'll just chalk it up as a win against St. Mary's, but they're they're raping. So you got to, yeah, you got to be careful and uh, and see and see where the the money is if everyone's you know thinking the same thing. You know that Villanova's just, uh, but I, I think good teams don't good teams usually come to play, but like we said, if it's too inflated, you know, if it's too big, we think they just want to get in and win and get out. Then uh, yeah, you take, you take the value. Kyle, am I wrong? Or do we always see some random team in the big East kind of have a crazy run in that tournament, whether it's uh, Providence, Seton hall, somebody like that. Yeah. UConn yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> UConn's good. God, God UConn, man. I'll always, I'll always love them from that. Kemba Walker run. Ah, good times. Calhoun. Unreal. You guys got anything else? Any other teams we haven't talked about that, you know, we'll, we'll probably record again later this week, but just as tournaments are getting started, anybody else you guys really like? Just no, as a I team got, to keep an eye on? I got nothing from here. You mean for the conference or for the, the actual? Yeah, just trip? for their conference tournament, just as a lot of these are getting started here over the next couple of days. I think it's crazy that Oklahoma is the – who would have thunk it? They're the seventh seed wow. in Big 12. And it's like – it makes you think, holy moly, they are packed. They are stacked. You got Baylor, Kansas, Texas, Texas Tech. I mean, there's so many teams, Oklahoma State. And so it's like Oklahoma is the seventh. I mean, it shows you how many teams are going to get in the tourney. You know, they've, they're on a little skid, but it wouldn't shock me if they put – put together a few wins and uh, come out with it. How about Sparty? Sparty too. I mean, they're fighting for their lives. That would be, I mean, they, to me, they've got to get in. I mean, they just beat three of the top five teams in their last four games. I mean, if you can do that, you're telling me they can't put up a fight in the tournament and they're a team that I would love for them to be like a low seed, like a 10 or 11 and someone just, you know how the public does it. They look at the number and want to fade where they don't know that uh, Sparty's getting hot at the right time, you know? 
So Sparty is going to be the nine seed in the Big Ten tournament. They're going to play Thursday against Maryland. Oh, wow. We'll see. That'll be good. Give me the Sparty. Fade those turtles. (laughs) Speaking (laughs) – that's a great segue. Speaking of which, all right, so on Twitter (laughs) – there's this handicapping contest going on between Ben the Better and uh, and Tortellini, Rob Pizzola's turtle. All right. Gentlemen, do we want action on this? Everybody's talking about this. Got to put beer money on it. Are we taking the human being to beat the reptile that's essentially flipping coins? I think we got to – I think we got to cheer for our species if it's for shits and kicks. Now, Chris, Ben does rhyme with Den. <laughs> hey, another good segue. Speaking of Dan, I just got a text from him on air. Guess who he he's taking in the late game? BYU. BYU first half in game. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, I guess we're on it after all, boys. There we go. All yeah, right. So we yeah. can ride. Ride Ben, fade Den. <laughs> ride, fade Den, ride Ben. Oh my God. We got to do that. Ride Ben, fade Den. We'll Eat make the sure turtle. We, we'll make sure we get a ticket shared and we'll tag, uh, we'll, we'll tag old Ben in there. We'll say, yeah, ride Ben, fade Den. <laughs> oh, man. That's All amazing. right, so Tortellini, sorry. We're, we, I mean, turtles are cool, but <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not laying minus 155 with a turtle. It's just. Turtles that eat pizza are cool. That's it. There you go. All right. Good uh, Good little return for the podcast. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at MatthewJames78. Uh, I tweet out a lot of hockey leans and feels and things like that. Kyle, where are you on Twitter? At Kmart underscore angles. And we and, retweet all these from the fade you. I, yeah. uh I mainly focus on basketball. I might throw out a hockey here and there, but Matt's the hockey guy. I'm more of basketball. And and then, uh, yeah, you guys probably, if you were following us, you know, we're, uh, we're big in the NFL as well. Uh, minus, minus last year, the, uh, we've all, we all ate our lunches, but yeah, Kmart underscore angles. Chris, you are. I'm at Chris Lee Duke. That's Chris L E E Duke 23. Um, it'll say Chris Duke on it. I most, I've got a, I need to bring my Instagram. I have a home dog billionaire account. I love my home dogs. I find value on them, whether it's in conference and NCAA football uh, or NFL, like Kmart said, we, we love them. We love smelly dogs. So I'm going to bring more of that to the table. I focus a little bit more on the instant and on fade view but I'm going to post more on these dogs that I seem uh, have value, especially the ones that uh, smell all throughout. Now we'll focus a lot too, where we love baseball. We love uh, these home teams like our Diamondbacks last year that were only oh, getting yeah. a plus one against like a, a good Dodgers last year and everyone would be on the face. So we'll, we'll tweet more of those coming up. And once MLB starts with the, the smelly home dogs, Chris is going to get back to booking his fate Dennis on 10 different accounts. So we will (laughs) wrap right there. We'll call it a show. So thanks everyone for listening. And just remember, if you decide to bet on poop, you may get a poopy result. folks.